It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you solve your marketing problems and grow your e-commerce business. Cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and advice from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, welcome to our latest podcast. I'm Chloe, the host of the show, and it is awesome to have you out there listening. In today's episode, we're talking about cross-continental e-commerce. We're talking about the importance of customer feedback and the power of multiple different marketing methods as well. There's a lot we cover in this interview, and I'm sure you're going to love it. Before we get into it, though, without the sponsors, the podcast wouldn't be possible. So please do check them out. This episode is brought to you by SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. Save time and money no matter what you ship or mail with the SendPro Online software. Print shipping labels and stamps right from your desk and access discounted rates for as low as $4.99 per month. Try it free for 30 days and get a free £10 scale when you visit pb.com forward slash masterplan. That's pb.com slash masterplan. Cash flow slowing your growth? Exchange rate fees driving you mad? You need seller's funding. We've helped hundreds of retailers solve these problems with our easy way to access working capital and local currency collection accounts. With the number one direct lending platform of 2018 in the US, we also serve the UK and other markets coming soon. We provide funding from as little as $5,000 to as much as half a million dollars. And our customers have given us a five-star score on Trustpilot. Let us help you navigate through these challenges with greater clarity and flexibility. Visit us at www.sellersfunding.com forward slash e-commerce dash masterplan. And now to introduce today's special guest. Phoebe Yu is the founder and CEO of Etitude, a sustainable bedding brand that's all about helping customers to get a better night's sleep. They launched in Australia in 2014 and then launched again in the US in November 2017. And in the US, it's consistently hit a monthly growth rate of 15 to 20%. Hello, Phoebe. Hello, Chloe. How are you doing? Great. Excellent. Well, look, I've given our listeners a quick overview of you and what you've been up to with your business, but how did you get started in e-commerce in the first place? Yeah, before I started Attitude, I spent 15 years working for large US retailers to produce home goods in Asia. And I was very disappointed that most of them only at that time only care about low production costs rather than quality, comfort and sustainability. So when I start shopping my home in Australia and I spend hours also hunting for the perfect sheets, but there's no high quality or sustainable options there. So I decided to build my own brand with my knowledge in that space. And I think there is, the consumers want that product. There's a need in the market. Um, There's opportunity there. Um, So I want my brand of bedding that is functional. They're very comfortable. They're eco-friendly, just take odd boxes. That's something I want for myself and also I want for my customers. So that's how I started. And I decided to sell online directly um, because I think the future is e-commerce. Like everyone is buying things online. Um, yeah, so that's how I started. Very cool. So it's kind of a inspired by the experience and the job you'd had previously. Yes. 
so you're able to to use a lot of what you already knew to do, which I think I think a lot of us would go, wow, starting a brand new bedding brand using a completely different material, that's a bit challenging. But I guess with your existing experience, actually the product piece was the easy bit for you. Yes, the product piece. It's not easy. I spent a couple of years to refine the product. Uh, there's a lot of try and error. Um, but at least that part, that part of the world, I understand. Um supply chain, logistic. Yeah, for many e-commerce owners, when they start a new brand and new products, that part, they might feel very hard, but they might have more experience in, in the marketing um, branding area. So I learned all those along when I was doing Attitude. And um, let's let's cover off a couple of the key factors of what Attitude actually is. So where in the world are you and where are you selling to? Ooh, so as you mentioned at the start, we started in Australia and then we see traction. Uh, a lot of um, orders come from North America. So we launched in the US in 2017. So now we run two websites, www.attitude.com and www.attitude.com.au. Um, Australian site, we deliver to Australia, New Zealand, UK, Asia, many, many uh, Europe countries. Um, the US site, we only deliver to US and Canada. So why did you decide to deliver to the UK? I'm you know, being biased here because I am in the UK, via the Australian site, not via the American site? Uh, so interestingly, the bedding sites are different in the different part of the world. So the US has their California King or Eastern King size, which is different. But the UK and Australia bedding size are the same, are exactly the same. Got you. So it's all about the product size. Yes, yes. So so if someone, if UK customers buying on the US side, they might get a wrong size, yes. Oh, very cool. What a sensible reason to keep them separate. <laughs> but yeah, but luckily the queen size is same. So everywhere the queen size is exactly the same. So that's our biggest seller. But the king or, and the, there's different name people call in Australia, we call say a double size. In the US, we people call it a full size. And what we call a single size here, US people call it, call it twin um, so it's also to separate different sites, also good for SEO because the keywords are different. And uh, tell us a little bit about the product because you've expanded a bit beyond bedding these days, haven't you? Yes, we also sell sleepwear and we also we have bath products and we actually just launched our baby line two days ago. So that's also mostly come from the requirement from our customers. So we first start to venture into sleepwear because our customer tell us, oh, your bedding is so comfortable. This fabric is just... Like having like sometimes they wear our sheets just launch in their laundry room. They then say, "Can you use that material to make that into proper loungewear, sleepwear? Like we can wear it and you know at home." We say, "Yes, for sure." So we start the the sleepwear and offer different you know style and size, and people love it. Um, and then they also come and ask, "And oh, then can you also do bath products?" We also so what they want is just they want this comfort, sustainable material to be with them day and night. Um, so then we did the bath, uh, which we use a waffle weaving. So it's just very, very soft and also very absorbent. Um, especially we have a lot of feedback on us really have wooden cords freeze on your hair. Um, so girls love it. Um, and then um, we launched the baby line also because a lot of our customers are new moms and they also go, oh, I also want my baby to sleep on your sheets. Um, yeah, so so far our, our product development is is heavily take the intake from the ideas and feedback from our customers. That's one of the beauty of doing e-commerce and direct to consumer because you get that feedback so quick 
there's nothing between you and a customer, you and your customer. Um, so I think our, our customer love this. And as a team, we love that too. So we really only make products that our customer want. And it's such a better way to get success, isn't it? It's like, well, the customers want it. Let's make it. Oh, what a surprise they're buying it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. And what platform are you selling on? Are you a Shopify business, Magento business, or have you got something else in the mix? Yeah, we use Shopify Plus. And I'm guessing, given you're on Plus, you're using Shopify for both um, Australia and America. Yes, exactly. And did you ever use something else or have you started with Shopify and just stuck with them? Yeah, when we just started, we used BigCommerce. At that time, there's Shopify is still relatively small, I think. That's a couple of years ago. There's a yeah, BigCommerce and Magento uh, and some other platforms. So I make a list of all the features I want for my e-commerce side, but BigCommerce at that time is the winner. But then when we grow a lot of years, we find Shopify seems more flexible and have more apps you can plug in easily to power your online shop. So then we made that switch about two years ago. Yeah. It's such an important thing to do that, isn't it? To to reassess what the best option for you is as your business grows. And because there's been so much development in the industry as well in recent years. I any Everybody out there, if you're not reassessing, you really should be because so much changes. Now, you mentioned apps on Shopify. Any particular ones you'd like to recommend to the uh, to the listeners? Yeah, um, uh, we use the Yodable review apps, uh, which is very important for our business because we have raving reviews, so we also re- rely quite heavy on the word of mouth effect because we really have a great product here. So that is a very important app. Uh, we also use a, an app called Back to Stock uh, because we we grow very quick. So sometimes we will have the problem of something out of stock. So that app allows people then can, if they click on something and say sold out, they can leave their email address and the apps will collect that. And once that back to stock, we automatically send them a notification. Hi, this thing is back to stock. Um, so that will help us to recoup a lot of the revenue probably we would lost if we don't have that system in place. And when we go out of stock from time to time for certain items. Such a powerful app, that one, because it... It's like it's it's an absolute no brainer, and the, for the customers, it's an me. You know, the customers find it so brilliant that I really want that. I can't have it now. Oh, you'll tell me. You'll tell me the second it comes back in. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's that's like, and it's relatively cheap, but it's so the return on investment on that app is really really high. It's just yeah, yeah, because it tends to convert really well, doesn't it? I know we've had we've had guests on before who've um who've who've used it, and it's. For them, it's just one of the most amazing things they do in the business. Yeah, I think about 50% of the people, who, if they, they bother to leave their emails and sign up, they really want it. And if you tell them, so about a 50% conversion rate, I get what you say. That's amazing. Um, okay, then we have your team. So who who's in the business and what are they all doing? Cool. So we have 10 people uh, in the team Totally. So four are still in Australia, the original Australia team, and uh, six people in Los Angeles running the U.S. part. So I, um, when I start to grow in the U.S., uh, I um, partner with our president, um, Katerina. So she's the former co-founder of Tried World. Also, it's a direct-to-consumer brand uh, in New York um, and was acquired in 2017. And she was looking for the next big thing. Uh, and then we uh, get connected on AngelList and then decided to partner together to grow the US part together. 
Um, she has a lot of um, experiences in growth direct to consumer brands, um, a lot of experience in marketing partnership. Um, so, and also we have our marketing manager in the US and also full-time graphic designer and also one people in the US, one people in Australia, both look after the logistic and the customer service part. In Australia, we also have our head of marketing and PR, Jess, and also community manager, Lydia. She actually from New York too. So sometimes I'm joking. We like make, make a switch. She actually was, she's American, but she wanted to live in Australia. And I'm Australia. I moved to, to the US. Um, yeah, she used to work for um, the Saks Avenue. So she has also a lot of uh, retail ex- retail buying experiences so she sometimes she helps um she helps me on the buying side to especially forecasting how much inventory we need um and also she's a great community manager really nurturing our community online wow, that's quite a cool skill set because you don't often find people who can do the social media community stuff and get deep into a forecasting spreadsheet so you should in my experience you should definitely hold on to her <laughs> Yes, yes. So I think because we are a startup, we're a small team, I think I let everyone to develop their interests, what they, so there's no specific, ah, oh, you just do this. It's like which area of the business you, you would like to do or you want to explore your skill set because there's so much, the company is growing so quick. There's so much are opening the opportunity. So up for grabs. So anyone think, huh, I might good at this too. Go for it. Very good way of approaching things, especially it's so cool when you're in that growth growth phase because you can give your team the ability to really expand and become awesome themselves and try out new things. And and that team, obviously you've, you've got some of them in Australia, some of them in the US. Are they all remote working or have you got two offices going? Yeah, I got two offices going and both in the co-working space. Um, I find co-working space really helpful because... Um, First, uh, all the facilities are great and you also can networking with other like-minded business. Um, yeah. And um, how do you personally find managing a team who are in such different time zones and quite a long way away from each other? Mm, I think that actually works pretty well. So we have every week, we will have different type of meetings scheduled. Uh, we will have our all hands, so all team. But we keep that short, only like really something need to discuss, involve all the team, we discuss in that. But then marketing team will have the marketing on hands. On the logistics side, they have their all hands. So people are constantly talk via, yeah, we use Zoom or we use Google Hangouts. And do you have to, uh, to travel a lot back to Australia? Yes, I uh, I did a lot last year. And actually last year we were in New York for a few months, but then we decided to relocated in Los Angeles as our US space because time zone wise it works better with Australia. But like I did back and forth quite a bit. And also sometimes I fly our Australian team in to the US for various things, um, for conference or events if I think that will also help the team to bonding and also work together for a bit. And am I right in thinking you you moved from Australia to America to help with the business success. Yes, yes. Wow, that's a that's a big decision to make. Was that an obvious one for you, or did it take a bit of consideration? Yeah, well, it's an exciting move uh, because uh, I was not born and raised in Australia. I was an immigrant um, already, so to move to another country is not like ah, uh, it's it's a and it's it's exciting new opportunities here, and I have confidence in our Australian team could you know keep growing the Australian part. 
I actually love the like the change, but I really miss the food back in Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. And coffee. Oh really? The Australian coffee? Yeah. The Melbourne coffee is world famous. <laughs> Uh, excellent. Well, next time I'm in Melbourne, I will make sure to drink more coffee because I must. I missed that last time I was there. Terrible, Chloe. Um, very cool. So is there anything your team don't manage? I mean, I'm guessing the, the manufacturing and maybe the delivery of the products is outsourced? Yes. Yeah. Well, so um, mo- our, our products are manufactured in China um, because the organic bamboo was farmed. Organic bamboo are grow in China and also the factory there has that technology to turn that into the final products. Um, I still heavily involved in that, especially constantly with developing new products because that's my expertise. I've been now 20 years in product development supply chain, but they are also, the team's always chipping ideas. So we also have our products or hands developing meetings every two weeks. So we just will discuss every aspect of the product, especially team will also reflect, oh, we heard from customer they want this and that, or we can refine you know, the existing products. They like it, but they want this to be refined. So then we feed back to the manufacturer. So that is also a collective, but usually I lead that still heavily. Very cool. And I noticed on your website, you've done something very similar to what a lot of the, ma- the mattress manufacturers do, which is you've got a very long try our product at home, no quibbles, no questions asked, get your money back if you don't like it. Was, is that something you've always done or was that just something which which you thought would, would make a, a big impact on customer uptake? Um, yeah, because I think it's a relatively new product. Customers don't know some. Actually, many customers are very surprised when they first touch a product. Oh, I never saw always think bamboo is harsh. Maybe like hemp. Oh, it's so soft, like silk. They would be surprised. So give that uh, no question asked free return policy would encourage them to you know, to give our products a chance to test it. And I know I'm very confident once they tried it, the return or return rate is very low. Um, so, and it works. So especially in the U.S., most companies or brands do offer very generous return um, policy too. So yeah, it's it's also almost, uh, for e-commerce, almost like a market standards now. Yeah, so you, you kind of, you have to, but the benefits of doing it are, are huge. Excellent. And I notice also on your site, you you do a lot of, um, you've got a lot of good PR, a lot of good places that the business has been mentioned. Has that been a key part of getting the US growth going? Yes, yes. We're very lucky. So we have a PR professional. Uh, We have one in the US, one in the AU. So they all really do a great job. Um, So I think as a startup, as a new brand, PR is very important and also low cost way. to get the brand awareness out there, um, especially our, our products. As I said, the key point is people have to touch it and sleep on it. So we send all those products to, to media, to influencers, and then when they use it, they test it, they, they actually really loved it. So that's all very genuine. I write about us because people genuinely like, like the product. So would you say that that side of the marketing, the, the bit which is people actually touching the product and seeing how they felt is when you're, when you're doing such a quality, innovative product is much more important than the Google AdWords and that side of things? Yeah, I think that's how we, with our, to 
one of the channel we can win to our competitors is like we have a competitive advantage when people are touching our products. So even being these days like online brands also more and more venture into real world. Like so, there's this buzzword called IRL in real world. So a lot of even native. Digital brands are doing tons of offline like events or maybe pop-up shops just to give the opportunity for people to physically interact with you. So in in this world now, so many things online, people actually very appreciate um, opportunities that that they can physically t- touch and feel the products or to interact with the brand or the team from the brand. What's about this brand? So is that something which has become really important in your? Your US expansion has been the the real world events. Yes, we do we do a lot in New York and Los Angeles, uh, and uh, later this year we will have a pop up shop in Los Angeles um, for three months. Oh wow, that's quite some pop up! And how how much planning is that taking to make happen? Oh, that's take a lot of planning because we really want that to be a very special experiences. Uh, so that will also have PR value, and also then people, our customers. Um, base from Los Angeles can all come in and kind of interact with, with us um, in real world and also tell the brand story better. We actually start to plan early this year. Now we already have the concept. Now we start to go into the building mode because there's, there's a lot of work going into physical retail if you want to have a physical space because packaging, the display, the post system. But I'm excited about it. This is a lot of new learning for, for me and for the team. I think it, it's it's one of those things which I think when pop-up shops first started, it was kind of like business just rocking up with some packing crates for a couple of days in a space yeah, that happened to yeah. be empty. And yeah. now it's turned into this piece, which is as much about the brand as it is about selling the product. And to, to get everything spot on, it's like, you know, launching a almost, it's almost more than just launching a shop, you know, a full-time shop, because you've got you've got that short time period where you've got to get everything really focused and ready to go. Yeah, it's almost this like uh, with the designer and experience. So r- these days, consumers, what they after is not just the products. What they after is an experience. So you need almost like in online, you also the user experience, but same in, in the offline world, the same. Your store, when f- people walk around the street, see your store sign until they get in the store, all the touch points, you have to be very, a meticulous design to reflect a brand, to reflect or what type of experience feeling you want to give your customers. So I think it's all about that. E-commerce master plan is supported by some of the greatest companies in the e-commerce sector. Here's a reminder of who they are. Don't waste any more time waiting in line to send mail and packages. With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can send packages and mail without leaving your office for as low as $4.99 per month. And because you're an e-commerce master plan listener, you'll receive a free 30-day trial to get started, plus a free £10 scale shipped right to your door to help you accurately weigh your packages. Save time and money no matter what you send with this new offer for SendPro Online. Starting at only $4.99 per month. You can print shipping labels and stamps from your own printer, easily compare rates using the online software, gain access to special USPS savings for letters and priority mail shipping, plus track all of your shipments and get email notifications when they have arrived. Go to pb.com forward slash master plan to access this special offer. Get a free 30-day trial and a free £10 scale to get started. That's pb.com slash master plan. Experience the better way to ship with a free trial of Send Pro Online from Pitney Bowes. 
Cash flow slowing your growth? Exchange rate fees driving you mad? You need sellers funding. We've helped hundreds of retailers solve these problems with our easy way to access working capital and local currency collection accounts. With the number one direct lending platform of 2018 in the US, we also serve the UK and other markets coming soon. We provide funding from as little as $5,000 to as much as half a million dollars. And our customers have given us a five-star score on Trustpilot. Let us help you navigate through these challenges with greater clarity and flexibility. Visit us at www.sellersfunding.com forward slash e-commerce dash master plan. It's time for the top tips round. I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our business to the next level. So Phoebe, are you ready for the top tips? Yes. Excellent. Okay, the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Yeah, I would recommend that book called Venture Deals, read by, uh, written by Brad Feld, who is the founder of the Foundry Group, who is a very famous early stage investor and entrepreneur for 30 years. Because when we start to grow in the US, we start raising funds and um, keep raising funds. So I think that book is really, if you are any entrepreneur out there, um, want to raise your first angel round, um, that book is a must read. Excellent advice. And I, I love the curveball of that because um, obviously we're, we're not able to talk about your fundraising at the moment for obvious reasons, I think, to anyone else who's out there involved in fundraising. But that is a top tip. So thank you for that one. Um, okay, Phoebe, the traffic top tip. Which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Yeah, we actually have a quite unique growth hacking for traffic. So we actually work uh, with a lot of subscription box companies to include our physical products in their boxes. Um, and many of them have a huge customer base. Like we have worked with Fabifan and Cosbox, Peaceful Post. Um, they all, uh, Fabifan have over a million users. So to include our products in, in their boxes, they send to the users, then the users will physically touch our products and we will also include a discount code there. Then people can try our products and then they come back to our website. And anytime this, this type of partnership, uh, was going on, we will see our traffic peak. And also they will also do a lot of, uh, social media promotion around the boxes, which will also be including our brand. Our brand will be tagged or there's a lot of influencers to do unboxing. Um, so that's actually a very, very good, um, traffic channel for us. I love the fact you've mentioned that because I think it's it's one of those things which those brands who've discovered the power of getting things put in a subscription discovery box rave about, but there's so many who don't yet know it's a marketing option. And like, as you say, it gives on so many levels, doesn't it? It gets the product into the hands of customers so they then can come and buy because you can put marketing in the box. And with all the noise around the box being, you know, pre-sale, post-sale and all the rest of it. It's just, a, it's just a, if you can make it work, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? And they love to work with us instead of other brands because we have a unique product. We have a story to sell. Usually they also heavily curated their boxes. They want sustainable products. They want unique products. So we, we really have some advantage there. And I suppose as your product range expands, it gives you more and more reasons to go back into boxes you've already been in. Very clever. Okay. <laughs> the tool top tip then, maybe a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient from day to day? 
Yeah, there's two productivity tools we use on a daily basis, but they're not small tools. So one is Asana and one is Slack. So because our team are work on two continents, so as I said, we need to really to make sure everyone know what's going on in the in the company or on the other side, everyone on the same page. So we really use use Asana to manage all the projects and use Slack to keep the communication going. Um, so that's that two tools we cannot live without. I think those are the two most mentioned tools on this show, I think. So you're in good company. Okay, the growth top tip. If you met someone today who's focused on growing their e-commerce business from 100 orders per month to 1,000, what would be your number one tip for them? Um, so I think it's it's all about A-B testing. You really have to try and find that unique channel works for you. So we are still even keep testing a lot of, of, of course, the traditional um, SEO, SEM, or Facebook, Instagram ads, but actually like you can try podcasts or Pinterest ads. Uh, and then now even the real world, um, actually the, the offline media ads have a coming back because the online ads start to become more and more expensive. I think the tips is actually is not to give you a particular channel or platform set and tell you that will work or that's a silver bullet because that won't because for different brand there's my you have your own different channels so the thing is to be very diligent to just keep testing use small budget and if one the channel works for you then double down some people do oh yeah facebook's ads works just just put all your money in that probably not <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah when someone says that test it but but wait and see if it works before you double down. I could not agree with you more, Phoebe. Um, now, before we say goodbye to you, could you please let listeners know where they can find you and Attitude on the web and social media, please? Cool. Yeah, I already mentioned our website before. It's attitude.com or attitude.com.au. And uh, you can also find us on Instagram. It's at Attitude Store. And on Facebook, just Google, uh, uh, just search Attitude. And we also have a 15% discount for all listeners of this show. Um, just use code masterplan and you can use that on either of the site, whether, whether, whatever in the world you are, you can use that code to get 15% off for your first order on Attitude. Oh, that's awesome and very generous of you, Phoebe. So thank you very much. Um, so we'll put details of that and everything else in the show notes, guys, which you can get at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash podcast. Phoebe, for now though, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been fascinating talking to you and I wish you all the best with the growth of Attitude. I think it's going to go great. Um, so thank you. Thank you for having me. What a fascinating and rocket fueled business there that Phoebe was talking about, managing so many different bits and pieces and different angles, but yet, and teams across two different continents, but yet the whole thing coming together to really capitalise on that growth. And I think she's a real proponent of my phrase, keep optimising, because they're doing all that testing, trying out all those different things and then doubling down on what works. And you can completely understand why she took that decision to move from Australia to the US, because that's where the growth is. And whilst that's quite a big way of optimising, um, it's, it's exactly the same theory from the small things to the big things. If you're enjoying the e-commerce master plan podcast, please do share it with your e-commerce friends, Twitter, Facebook, over a coffee or a pint. I don't mind, but it's just really helpful if you can spread the word because then we can help ever more people to help build their e-commerce business. I hope you have a great week and keep optimising. 
Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com slash podcast.